Time now for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Fayard, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. From probate sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance, this is your weekly look into all things real estate. Now your host for the Real Estate Connection, Stephen Thayard. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Connection brought to you by Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership. Hey, if you're new to the podcast uh, and you don't want to miss any more of these podcasts, send me an email right now at info at realestateconnectionradio.com, info at realestateconnectionradio.com, or you can find the podcast on Podbean or Apple Podcasts under the business section, Real Estate, and look for that logo with the guy in the cowboy hat, and your, um, if you're watching live, you can see it on the screen, but if not, and you're listening, there's a logo uh, with me, an African-American gentleman wearing a jacket and a gray cowboy hat, it says the Real Estate Connection, red, white, and blue. Uh, the colors of the company Good Patriot Realty. And if you're looking to buy or sell in the near future um, or you're thinking about it and on the fence and want to talk about your particular fact pattern or your particular situation and would like somebody to come alongside you and walk with you during uh, for that uh, for that event in your life, uh, give me a call, Stephen Thayard, uh, your podcast real estate broker at 408-472-0817. Again, 408 408- Four seven two zero eight one seven California DRE number zero one seven zero 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 one nine just to keep everything legal. So you're wondering, what are you doing here today? Well, you're listening to the podcast, and we are talking about something that we are all experiencing right now: navigating choppy water. That's right, navigating choppy water. You know, I was thinking about this because the landscape of real estate is changing. Um, due to um, economic concerns, uh, a looming recession, higher interest rates, and all of those changes are having an effect on the market, and it absolutely has set in. It is here. I can tell you from firsthand experience that the changes have arrived, and it's created choppy waters, and we're all dealing with it, whether it's layoffs that people are talking about, increased food prices, increased gas prices, um, uh, just the cost of getting around and people concerned about how far their dollar is going to stretch, it's causing some internal turmoil in our spirits and in our souls. So I thought I would address the topic today in today's podcast. And so that's why it's uh, titled Navigating Choppy Waters. So in doing some research, I found a really cool article that gave that spoke to my spirit, and I hope it will speak to yours as well as far as helping us all feel better about where we're at in the choppy waters that we're all navigating through right now. And believe it or not, I found this article online at Farm Farm, F-A-R-M, as in farming, growing vegetables, uh, corn, wheat, soybeans, 
or uh, having a ranch with cattle or chickens. Farm Progress. And the person who wrote this article, his name uh, is Darren Fry. Um, and the, the title of the article is called Sailing Through Rough Seas, What to Do When Things Get Off Track. And don't we all feel like that is exactly what's going on right now in our country and uh, with our finances and what's going on with the economy? We're sailing through rough seas. And what do you do when things start to get off track? So um, I got to first of all give credit to uh, Darren Fry for writing this uh, beautiful article that spoke to me. And so we're going to give him a round of applause. And uh, you can find him at farmprogress.com and find the article and just look this up. But I'm going to read it to you. And it's written for the farm industry. But the way it's written, it applies to, I think, everybody and especially the real estate market. OK, so this is this is how it goes. He goes, um, there are times when everything seems to be running smoothly. And right. We just came out of that. I know for me and my for me and my company and my brokerage. Uh, things were running smoothly. Um, the phones were ringing, sellers were calling, houses would go on the market. You would do all the work that you needed to do to sell a house. However, it tended to go pretty smooth. There were always some sort of hiccup involved, but for the most part, a uh, seller would get their house ready for, for sale, do the things that were, that were advised for them to do. It would sit on the market for approximately a week to 10 days. They would get multiple offers way over asking. They would take the best offer they got and run to the bank and cash a big fat check and go move on with their life. And so that is the definition of smooth sailing. Interest rates were low. Uh, money was cheap. There were tons of buyers in the market looking for deals and the cost of real estate was going up, 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 and there was no end to it in sight. And all of a sudden we find ourselves in this scenario where interest rates are rising. It's cutting buyers out of the market. Uh, sellers are having to fight for buyers and adjust expectations. And it's causing some turmoil within us because whenever there's change, it causes us to get a little bit anxious and a little bit nervous. But this article addresses it for the farm industry, but it we can take a lot from it. Okay, so even without a ton of effort on, so there are times when everything seems to be running smoothly, even without a ton of effort on our part. These times of flow and smooth sailing feel good. And right, didn't it feel good? We're all feeling good. We're all doing well. And everything is simply going along as we think it should. We, gives our, we give ourselves a pat on the back, uh, and maybe we don't give a whole lot of thought to what we could do to improve, learn new things, or become more efficient. And I will tell you, a lot of times when things are going really smoothly, you just don't have time. You're not, it's not something you're thinking about. You're busy, right? Uh, money's flowing. Goods and services are being sold. You're trying to service people and give them the service that they need or produce the products that they need. You're shipping. You're handling problems. Everything's just humming along really well and you don't you don't have time really to look at anything else all right so that's kind of where we were at and now this is where we're heading then on the flip side he says there are times when it seems that things have gotten off track it's partly due to factors that are out of our direct control and i will address that right what is out of our direct control interest rates going up, what is out of our direct control, supply chain issues, and what is out of our direct control, the price of gasoline going up. 
What is out of our direct control? The price of goods and services being affected by the price of fuel going up, supply chain issues, and interest rates going up. All of those things were out of our control, and it's causing problems in the systems, in the system. Problems keep popping up, and then they start to pile up and become bigger and bigger. Suddenly things are looked are not suddenly things aren't looking so rosy. So we never give ourselves a pat on the back even when we take smart effective action for our lives. Now, when this started to happen, I'm sure a lot of us did some quick hard pivoting because we smelled change in the air, right? This is not your first rodeo if you're over 40 years old. You've seen markets turn, you've seen economic downturns happen, and you've been there, done that, and in anticipation of what you saw coming, you've made some smart and effective changes right away. And so I'm going to give you an attaboy and a pat on the back for the things that you've done for yourself already. Because it should be applauded. You've done smart things to get, get yourself repositioned for changes. All right, so in fact, we might we might start down start to get down on ourselves and more to the point we begin to feel we can't do anything right. Fear and anxiety begin to take hold. And so even though you've made some smart decisions and you've uh, you've done some things to change um, because of the new economic landscape, as things continue to get a little bit worse and a little bit worse and you're not seeing things change right away and adjustments haven't happened, then some fear and anxiety can set in because you're like, how long is this going to last? Do I have enough money? Have I saved? Do I have other things going on? And you start to second guess yourself, even though you've made some smart moves, right? And that can happen. So here's something to think about if you're one of those of our, or if you're in one of these off track times right now. And I would say we're in one of those off track times right now. And he goes on to quote, uh, uh, something that was attributed to Franklin Delano Roosevelt. A smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. Let me repeat that because it's very wise in such a short sentence. A smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. When everything is going our way, most of us generally don't learn and improve as much as we do when things aren't going quite as well. And it's true. Things are coming along. You're happy. You're celebrating. Things are well. Even during the pandemic, right? We didn't have this massive economic change. Gas prices were low. Cost of living wasn't, hadn't gone up. You know, it was tough. There were people that lost their livelihoods. They weren't able to stay open namely because they weren't deemed as essential, right? And remember the um, nail salons and the hair dressers and um, small mom and pop shops that were just told they couldn't operate or do business during the pandemic. A lot of those people got hurt, but there were a lot of people that still did very well during the pandemic. They kept their jobs. They weren't driving around as much. They weren't spending a lot of extra money because there wasn't really anything that you could do. Restaurants were closed. They got hammered too. And so there was like this pile up of cash and you were able to do other things. The RV business went through the roof. Um, housing went through the roof because people all of a sudden had 
money laying around the stock market hadn't been affected, so people were still making money and gains in the stock market, and things were still pretty, pretty good, all right? But now I think we're in a position where everybody is feeling it. There are no essential businesses out of this um, recession that's starting to hit. Everybody's taking it now, and we're all starting to feel it. And so this quote is very timely. A smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. So when everything is going our way, most of us generally don't learn and improve as much as we do when things aren't quite so well. So what's the silver lining in all of this? And it's something we all should be looking for because attitude is very important when we're going through these changes. The silver lining to tough times is that we will get better, stronger, and wiser. The last time we went through a recession, the last time we went through hard times, didn't you learn? You got scrappy, right? You had to figure things out. You couldn't rely on the the normal way of survival or putting food on the table. You had to get creative. You had to look out, uh, look outside the box and do things outside the box. And what does that do? It builds strength. It builds fortitude. It gives you uh, a new, a new, a new uh, endurance that you didn't have before. All right. So if we persist with hopeful attitudes, stay open to learning and seek out the resources and advisors we need, um, then we'll be okay. And then he goes on to say, there are three ideas of what to stay focused on while you work to get back on track, maybe even better than before. And I love that. It's optimism. It's optimism. We need to stay optimistic no matter what's going on. It's easy to do when times are are going well and smooth, but when times start to get choppy and we're navigating through choppy waters, it's good to stay optimistic because as you learn and you grow, you're going to come out better than when you went in. So first thing is think big picture. This is important to do regularly, whether you believe things are good are going well or not, but it's critical to do when you want to get back on track. Zoom out uh, for some uninterrupted time to think about what your goals are and where you are heading. So for the real estate market, do you still wanna buy a house, right? If that was your goal before this happened, has your goal changed? Why would it change? You just need to adjust for the times and still go after your goals, right? If your goal is to sell your house for top dollar and retire or downsize, you still need to look at why you were doing that. Has that changed? Don't let the outside economy change why you were doing what you were going to do or what those reasons were because I figure that they are still valid. If you've got a house that's too big, it's costing you too much money to maintain, you don't have the energy to do it anymore, but you're not going to sell because the economy has changed, why? It's not getting any smaller, and you're not getting any younger, and it's not getting less expensive to run and maintain. So why would you stop going after that goal of getting the house sold? And if you're going to buy a house, even though the cost of money is going up, right, and it's getting more expensive, well, everybody's in the same boat as you are, right? If you're thinking about, I want to lock in my cost of housing for the next 30 years right now, instead of having to worry about my rent going up or having to move because my landlord decided to sell their house. And that goal, that goal is still valid, whether we're in 
a choppy economy or a smooth economy. So take a step back and remember why you're doing what you're doing. If you're in business to serve the community or to provide a certain good that helps people with their life, does that mean that that goal is no longer invalid because the economy has shifted? Absolutely not. For real estate, for me, my goal is to come alongside people and help and help them attain their dreams and their goals, whatever it is for their future, whether it's building wealth or having a, a, a better, bigger place, easier for you to live in because your family's growing, whatever the reason is, I'm here to come alongside. Now, has my mission changed because the economy is choppy? Absolutely not. I'm still driving ahead to help those people that need help because that's what I'm here to do and earn a living for my family as well, just like we all are, right? Don't let the economy change what your goals are. Now, what else? Number two is ask what we are learning. By putting more focus on what everyone is learning, it becomes more value. So put more emphasis on what you can learn and put more emphasis on where you can improve. So as we're going through this change, there's always something to be learned, either learning how to pivot or learning how to create different streams of income, learning where the new investment opportunities are in this market, um, buying the dip. I am telling you, wealth transfer happens in bad economies more than in strong economies because things get undervalued very quickly. And human nature says, it's never coming back. It's doom and gloom. It's always going to be horrible. Well, they said that in 2005, oh wait, 2007, 2008 with the California housing market, when the bottom fell out of it, nobody was touching housing. I'm never going to buy a house again. That's a bad idea. It's ne never going to come back. And what did, do, what did the smart money do? They bought the dip. People, investors started buying up cheap undervalued houses at pennies on the dollar and as the value of homes came back they were sitting pretty they were renting these properties out if they couldn't sell it because the market was slow they were bringing in income that way and then as the market started to rebound they sold these properties for a lot of money and made a lot of money on equity on the other side and then used that other money for different investments or they held they held, they held, they held as rents started going up. So there is something to learn in every down down economy. You know, the cost of stocks, our 401ks are getting smashed, decimated. That's the bad news. What's the good news? Hey, stock prices are way undervalued. You know, big blue chip companies like General Electric and um, DuPont, you know, they're not going anywhere. They're going to survive their stock may be really low right now. So do you buy the dip, right? Buy little bits and pieces as you can and accumulate it. And then when the market finally does bounce back, maybe you bounce back with it. So there are things to learn. So shift your focus from the bad things of what's going on in the market to where the silver linings are. So learning and um, improving your game. All right, and then what else? What can you do to succeed in this marketplace, in this new economy? 
everybody needs to surround themselves with others in order to thrive and succeed. You need to get around the right people with the same mindset that you have. Being optimistic, looking for the opportunities. Who else is out there doing the same thing that you're doing? What have they already learned? What, uh, where can they point you in directions to get a leg up in this market? You want to surround yourself, if you're in real estate, with a real estate professional or a broker who's optimistic, who's looking for the advantages that can be had in this market. Give me a call, Stephen Thayard with Good Patriot Realty at 408-472-0817. Call me, 408-472-0817. How can you take advantage of this marketplace while other people are running around panicking with their hair on fire and full of anxiety and fear and they're frozen? They're not moving. Don't be that person. See where the opportunity is and take action. Move now and take advantage of it um, because there are things to be taken advantage of in this marketplace. Surround yourself with those type of people so that you can still get your goals accomplished. So what does this all mean for real estate, all right? So one, the waters will settle. They will settle and people will get used to whatever it's going to be moving forward, right? But you have a, a window of opportunity before the settling happens where people are frozen in place and they're not moving to take advantage of the marketplace, all right? So be first to action, be first to understand, step out. You know, there's a video I once watched um, where there was a, uh, a, a, an outdoor concert going on and people were all in this field sitting down, listening to the music and they're kind of bebopping their head. Well, one person, stood up and started dancing the first person nobody else was dancing but the music was moving and they were like i'm going to dance and everyone started looking at him and you know there's those people who are like look at that guy he's dancing blah 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 or look at that girl's dancing i can't believe they're you know embarrassing themselves like that and then other people were looking and the the looks on their faces were puzzled and then Somebody else got up and started dancing with that person. And then a couple of minutes later, there were three. Then the looks changed from what is that person doing to look at those people having a good time. I want to go dance with them too. You be the first to start dancing. Take the risk. Go out. Don't be frozen in fear and anxiety. Take advantage of what this market has to offer and find the silver lining in it and go before it settles and everybody else jumps on board too, okay? That's the advice. Also, accept the change quickly. That's part of it. Now, for sellers, if you accept this change now and you still have a goal of downsizing or retiring or moving, whatever it is, or, uh, to, or getting into that next bigger property, right? People are frozen. Buyers are frozen, sellers are frozen, but there are people like you out there that want to take advantage of this marketplace. So you're competing with less buyers. Now is the time to get that house really dialed in. Set it apart from the rest of all the inventory. Make your house shine like a lighthouse in the dark in a storm where people can see it from miles away. 
and it will attract people like nuts. And you may still get that over asking offer multiples, multiple offers over asking. We're not saying we're, we don't see it and it's going away. But if you go above and beyond to prepare your house for sale and seek out that goal of getting that dollar amount that you originally thought you were going to get in the market before and still push, you could still get it. And like my, um, my mom used to say, if you go shooting for an A plus and you don't quite make it and you still get an A or a B plus, isn't that still really good? Well, absolutely it is. Go for it. Still go for that high dollar, high, high targeted valued power buyer out there because there still are some people out there with all cash that are still looking for that perfect home. You be the perfect home. Set your sights for excellence and grab it. Grab those buyers while they're still out there. Prepare. Don't sit on the sidelines and say it's never going to happen because interest rates are going up. Don't take that mentality. Go the optimistic route and shoot for the moon. And you miss, you're going to still land in the stars. All right, get it done now. Do all those things that need to be done. And if you have a question about what those things are that you should do so that you could take advantage while people are still frozen in fear, call me. I'll lay it out for you. I have no problem with that. That's what I'm here to do, to help, to lay out the game plan, to look at your property and see how can we maximize its value um, for what you have to work with and go for it. 408-472-0817. 408-472-0817. Don't wait. Call me. Call me now, right? While you're still hyped up about it. Let's get it done. All right. For you buyers out there, right? Money is more expensive. Absolutely. You can afford to borrow a lot less than you could before when the interest rates were around 3%. I'm going to tell you a story. Back in 1998, 1999, when I bought my first house, interest rates were about 8%. And we thought those were low, okay? 8%. We went for it, right? And then the interest rates dropped to 75 7.5%, 7 7.5%. And when they hit 6 we thought, oh my Lord, whew, I can't believe it. Interest rates are 6%. That's insane. That's so low. Looking at rates today, we're about in that ballpark right now, okay? So historically, interest rates are still good. Have they gone up? Yes, but take advantage of it. You know, back in the late 70s, early 80s, when we were in a similar situation, interest rates were climbing year after year after year. You could be, if you wait, if you wait because you're like, oh, I can't afford it, the interest rates are too high, blah, 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 and you wait and you go into 2023 and all of a sudden they're at 8%, you're going to be kicking yourself. Why didn't I buy a house when they were low, right? They were like between five and six. And I could have got into a good 30-year fixed rate knowing what my housing cost was going to be for the next 30 years without having to worry about my landlord raising my rent and selling a house out for number underneath me and then I got to compete in the marketplace with all the other people who have decided not to buy but to rent think about that all the people that have now all of a sudden said nope I ain't buying a house interest rates are too high what are they doing they're all renting so what does that mean the rental market is really competitive what does that mean that means landlords know it and they're going to be raising rents 
So you could be walking into a buzzsaw on the other side of high rents and instability as far as how long you're going to be able to stay in that property before they decide to sell it or raise the rent again. Get into the market now. It's not just housing. It's fixing your cost for living for the next 30 years and building generational wealth for your family. Interest rates are higher, but in the long run, over time, you hold that house for 30 years, you're going to pay it off. It's going to go up in value over time, and it's going to be one of the best investments you ever made for yourself as there's a system in place for this type of investment, right? Take advantage of it. Don't wait. Don't sit on the fence. What else can I say about that? Um, pay market value. We've all been waiting, right? People, buyers have been complaining. The market's too hot. Um, uh, people are paying way over asking for houses. There's so much competition. Um, I can't afford to go that high. Well, we're starting to see the balance of the market, right? Interest rates are going up. It's kicking some buyers out because they can't afford a certain uh, payment um, and they've, or they've just given up, right? So now here's your chance because there's less buyers that are going to potentially be in the market. There'll be more inventory because sellers have to compete. You're going to have more choices. Um, you're going to be able to negotiate a little bit more at the negotiation table, asking for repairs that you couldn't ask for before. And then here's the secret as far as being able to still stay in the market and afford to be there while interest rates have kicked up a little bit is ask the seller to give you a credit so that you can pay points to buy down your loan. Meaning I will pay 1.1% of my loan or 2.2% of my loan in order to get a lower interest rate from my lender, which could absolutely affect your payment in a material way that would allow you to still buy that house even though interest rates are higher. So you like again, you have to surround yourself with people who are optimistic, who know how to navigate changes in the marketplace to still allow you to be successful in getting your goals accomplished. If you want people like that on your team, call me 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. Look for other lending programs, right? Um, I was looking today. I was shocked to see FHA rates at, at where they were at. Check to see if FHA may have a, a lower a lower rate. I don't. I'm not quoting rates. I'm not a lender, okay? But you can do investigations, and if and if that is the case, it may have been just for that one lender they were lower. I don't know, but look, ask for programs that can help you out to still be able to afford the house that you and your family want or need and still be able to keep the payments that are comfortable for you and your family and still get your goals accomplished. That's the point of this whole, this whole show. Navigating choppy waters, adjusting, pivoting, getting stronger, being more creative, staying optimistic, learning, improving, this is what this is going to be about. And those people that do this or have this attitude during this choppy water that we're navigating through will come out stronger, more financially secure, um, and maybe even a little bit wealthier, not only financially, but mentally and um, spiritually throughout all of this. Also, 
Don't be afraid to ask for help. I'm talking about spiritual help, the Lord Jesus, um, friends, family. Stay optimistic. Get get where you need to go. So, if you if you if you have any questions about your particular fact fact pattern, call me. Give me a phone call 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. And you know, I've been reading this coin every week at the end of uh my podcast, but this this week because of choppy waters, this week it's very very appropriate. This is Joshua 1:9. Joshua is in the Old Testament, by the way, if you ever want to look for it. Uh, and it's uh, chapter one, verse nine. It says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Don't be racked with fear and anxiety and freeze. Do not be discouraged. Do not let these choppy waters discourage you. Keep moving forward for the Lord, your God will be with you wherever you go. And with that, that's a wrap on another episode of the Real Estate Connection brought to you by our sponsor, Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership. If you have any real estate needs, questions, give us a call at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. And with that, God bless you. God bless the United States of America. God bless your family. Stay positive out there. And we'll see you again next week. This has been the Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist, Stephen Thayard. Licensed Cal BRE number 01700019. For more information on this program, visit realestateconnectionradio.com. To contact Stephen directly, call 408-472-0817 or email info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And be sure to tune in next week at this time for The Real Estate Connection.